Hey everyone, it's Mike. Just want to give you a quick spoiler warning for the newest episode of She-Hulk. If you haven't seen it yet and don't want to be spoiled, stop right here and come back after you've seen the episode. Or if you've already seen it or you just don't care about spoilers, go right ahead. Hello everyone and welcome back to the MN Marvel Mania Podcast. My name is Mike. My name is Nick. And today we are here to discuss She-Hulk episode 7. We are two episodes away from this shindig being over. Nick, uh, let's just start with this. I know last week me and you both weren't really big fans of the episode. I'll tell you this. I like this week's episode a lot better. Uh, uh, Where do you stand on this week? Definitely, I don't know if it was just because I was off of work and I just felt really good, but... The episode was pretty calming, and I enjoyed myself while I was watching it. Was were you zen because of Emil Blonsky's like retreat? You know, did it just did it just bring an awe of zen over you? Honestly, yes. <laughs> it, it's kind of weird, but yeah. And I, I I like his character in this episode. I like how he can become this good person in a sense. Now he he wants to make amends with the people that he's you know messed up pretty well, badly. Look, I mean. Blonsky was never like the worst bad guy in the MCU. He like he's he wasn't Thanos. He wasn't Loki. Oh, there's been worse. He, he wasn't Ego. He wasn't these horrible villains. He was a guy who, let's be honest, was used by the government to fight back against Bruce Banner. You never thought of it like that, honestly. When when they first said it, he was like, "Oh, it was just used by the government." You never thought about it no. like that. No, it's a genuine defense too. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I really, really, really like. <laughs> How we get to see him now kind of in this role as, I guess you could say, an ally to our main hero. To me, I feel like Blonsky has come a long way since the last time we saw him, which was episode three, or episode two, not even. No, three, three, three. I thought we saw him in two. No. Uh, well, we did see him in two, I think, at the very end, but we don't. The the episode three was the people via Emil Blonsky. Okay. So anyway, I mean, I like his character so far. He's kind of on this redemption arc right now. I like I like how he's becoming this like teacher in a sense. And he had a, like this group of people. Uh, there were Manble. Manble was cool. Uh, I forgot the I forgot the other guy's name. Oh he, my god, was it, was it like El Aguila? It was like a, he was like a matador, not really a matador. No, he he wasn't a matador. But he was. Did you, did you even watch the? He, he was partially one, Mike. No, no he, he I was partially. a matador. I was a matador back in college. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Um, oh, the biggest one I thought was the vampire. Oh my god, what was his name? I feel like it was Sansera. Why is that the name in my head? That's a weird name. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's the Sansera. S- S- I don't know. Once I heard vampire, though, I was like... Blade. Okay, Blade. Yeah, no. And it has funny, nothing to do with Blade. And it's funny. Quick sidebar. The fact that they mentioned that the director left the project. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, you know what? That that actually is true. That news literally broke today. That That's so weird. But anyway, this episode so far, like I said, has been... Uh, it's been very good. I liked it very much. You kind of got... Not as crazy as last episode with... That was the wedding episode, right? Last episode was the wedding episode. Yeah. Which, which look, I mean, to me, it, it was a bit of a snooze fest. It was kind of tough to get through. It was tough to get um, through. Because the side story with Mr. Immortal, to me, didn't really hit. Uh, I mean, it was funny at times, but it didn't really hit. The only thing about last week was the ending with the shot in the lab about who the boss is and her meeting up with Josh. And... 
on the topic of Josh Nick. I yeah. called it. Yes, Nick was right. Uh, so He was too nice of a guy, man. I'm sorry. So, can't be a nice guy in this world, and Josh obviously nope. was too nice. So basically, for those who did not watch the episode but for some reason are still listening to this, number one, why? Uh, <laughs> but number two, so Josh... Uh, beginning of this episode is basically a montage of Josh going on a bunch of dates with Jen. Three dates, to be exact. Three dates, to be exact. And on the third date, oh my god, sparks fly, magic happens in the bedroom. Boink, boink. And <laughs> we think it's all good. And then afterwards, <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, Jen gets ghosted. And look, I mean, yeah. at first I was like, okay, fine. You know what? She got ghosted. That's the way this episode's going to go. I was expecting at the end of the episode, he was going to come back to her and he was going to be like, oh, yeah, sorry, uh, you know, my phone broke or something like that. And then everything was going to be good. I could tell you when I texted you today and I was like, did you watch the episode yet? He's like, you're like, no, is, is it good? I was like, I was like, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to let you go in blind. And you were like blind is that like is that like something you know are you trying to say something like a, you know daredevil i'm like i'm like no <laughs> i mean I, t- I took that a little too literally you yeah. took it a little too li- but I, I understand why you would think that but um but I mean, no it's been, it's been two weeks now since the we'll daredevil see him team. we'll see him probably last episode if i had to guess yeah so um an- another thing to hit off the bat here and then we'll get back into josh mm-hmm. uh daredevil doesn't show up again uh i was a lot less disappointed this week with him not showing up though because and I told you this before we started recording. I thought the fact that this week's episode had no side plot, mm-hmm. there wasn't a side story with uh, Nikki or Book. Or it was mostly focused any, on her. It was all about her. Last week's episode was called Just Jen, but it wasn't Just Jen. We spent half the time in another story. Yeah. Uh, I thought this one was so much better executed. And to be honest with you, I could give two shits about you know, Titania and the whole story there. It never really worked for me. No, me I feel, I feel like the crux of... And, and I'm not knocking Titania. I mean, the character herself is actually, like, you know, eccentric and entertaining. Mm-hmm. But it's just I never saw her as a real threat to She-Hulk. No, not really. She was always just, like... It was more like a girl fight in my eyes. Ne- never like... It was petty shit. Oh, you're being sued because you're using my name. And then yeah. It, it's stuff like that. And then her showing up to the wedding and... To me, it was it never it never hit. To me, and it, I know. thought that there was a lot better ways to go. And I think using Blonsky, who himself has learned lessons, and look, I mean, obviously this is a very different version of the character from the one we met 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. But using him as the vehicle to kind of show Jen like a pathway to finding herself, I honestly really like that about this episode. No, I love that about her. You know, you just have this, like, it's all about her for real this time. Like, it's not all this other things going on. This should have been titled Just Jen. It should have, but what are you going to do? I like the fact that we have this, one of the people in the group that uh, Blonsky was trying to help through all their problems was uh, one of the construction workers, whatever the construct the it was like the wrecking crew they're called wrecking yeah yeah they're called the wrecking crew and the one guy uh, I forgot what he was what his tool was I think it was like a what was it, like a nunchuck I don't, I don't know it looked like a nunchuck so something like that and he's in the group and he's like oh 
Jen, what I did to you was unforgivable. And at first, like, Jen's like, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so first and foremost, uh, when he showed up, when he walked in the room, so uh, to give the quick background on where this all goes, uh, Jen gets a phone call that Blonsky's inhibitor that he has to wear as a condition of his parole is not working. Uh, and the parole officer's like, yeah, I don't want to go up there and get attacked by the abomination. Hmm. I want some backup. Can you come with me? And also, it doesn't hurt that you're his lawyer. So she goes up to the retreat with him. They check on his bracelet. It turns out it actually was malfunctioning. The dude leaves. And then, oh, Manbull and El Aguila. I think that was his name. I feel bad that I'm butchering it because him and Manbull were so funny. Yeah. And they're fighting, and they destroy Jen's car. So they have to wait for a tow, a tow truck to come and pick up the car and take Jen home. And during that time, Jen ends up sitting in on, like, I guess you could call it, like, a group therapy session, kind of. <laughs> she was trying to find Wi-Fi. That's she was why. trying to, yeah, she was just trying to find Wi-Fi reception to make sure that Josh didn't text her back when she wasn't looking. And <laughs> I re- you know what was one of my favorite portions? It was, like, a small detail. My favorite small little detail about this was the simple fact that as they were all going on about their problems, she's sitting there and she's like slowly getting more invested in how these guys have all these different problems. Yeah. And it's like you could see at the beginning she was just there for the reception, but by the end it was like, oh, <laughs> Manpool and El Aguila can't stand each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at the end she realizes that she has a lot of things that, that she had to get off her chest. You know, mostly it was about her relationship and how, like, how she felt about herself. Well, yeah, because she made the point, you know, Josh, the reason that, like, she was so, I guess you could say enthusiastic about Josh was, and this is actually, this is where you get the hint that Josh actually is kind of nefarious, or at least this is where I got the hint. So she was talking about Josh, and she's like, I like Josh because he never asked about She-Hulk. I've never even been She-Hulk in front of him. He never asked me about her ever. And I'm like, oh, there you go. And it clicked for me. He is the one that is going to take her blood, and he needs her not to be She-Hulk to do that. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. And I'm really surprised that, that they had the, the character from the Wrecking Crew there. Because I thought as soon as she turned into into what's called, as, she, as soon as she turned back into Jen, everybody was about to, like, tackle her down and take her blood. I was like, that would have been a twist. Yeah, but I, I, I speculated, if I'm not mistaken, earlier in the series, I thought briefly that Blonsky was going to somehow be involved in this. Mm-hmm. I got the sense very early in this episode that Blon- Blonsky had nothing to do with any of this. It would be a really... Big shock, though. You know, I don't. I don't think he has anything to do with this. So, the close of the episode is Jen leaving the retreat, and she's having found some inner peace in everything. And we get a flashback to three days earlier, uh, during Josh and Jen's date. And at the end of the night, she's asleep in the middle of the night. Uh, she obviously woke up and he was gone. And it's the whole scene of him leaving. And then texting the Hulk King, who I think is the head of the Intelligentsia website. Mm-hmm. And he texts him, and he's like, in emojis, he's like, I got the blood. Also, he texted a picture of her. Yeah, and then he takes a picture of her sleeping sleeping without a shirt on mm-hmm. and sends that too. So, I mean, pretty fucked. Yeah. Uh, let me just say this, Nick. Point to you. Credit to you. Yeah. Right? I don't want to hear it. Okay, you I'm got this arguing. one. You got this one right. I did. You were right, and uh, I will never question your wisdom when it comes to men in Marvel shows ever again. Clearly, you you 
clearly you believe in men a lot less than I do. I know how to operate the men, okay? I know how they work, all right? It's like a toy, all right? Men, are, to- men, men, are-, men are toys. Men are toys. I know a lot of people say they're fuckboys. Men, men are very simple beings. Men, we're simple. We know what we want, okay? Okay, men, look, look. If there's a commentary that this show has made about men, it's that <laughs> men are very simple creatures. Okay, <laughs> they have their desires, and they just need to be fulfilled. Look at look at Mr. Immortal. Look, look Except at that. Look at that Josh, who is a sick piece of shit. Yeah, no. Nah, Mr. Immortal. I mean, look at Mr. Immortal and look at Blonsky in this show, mm. and it's like two men who have all these different women, and it's like the polar opposite result. Mr. Immortal has all these women claiming all these things against him. Mm-hmm. And then you have Blonsky with his seven wives. So Seven soulmates. Seven soulmates, my bad. And uh, it's just kind of funny to me how every... All right, look, and I will say this, okay? <clears throat> Sorry. I thought some of the criticism of this show early on, like, oh, you know, okay, I thought it was a little bit heavy-handed with them using the comments online of people who were unhappy with the lead being a woman in the show. Mm-hmm. In the show, I thought it was pretty heavy-handed. Like, okay, you know, you're trying to show that like people are going after Jen, and yeah, to be honest, it was pretty clever. I like the fact, however, that Jen is being shown to be flawed in her own way. And that it's not like Jen's perfect and all these guys are fucking horrible. These guys are fucking horrible. Mm-hmm, 100%. But Jen is showing growth. And that is the quintessential thing you want in any hero. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, and look, and I know there hasn't been a lot of action. There hasn't been, like, Hulk smash sequences since, like, the first episode. Yeah. I think that, in and of itself, is a problem. Because it's a Marvel show, you know? It's not a true crime show. It's not a sitcom. You know, you have to have something of some sort. This kind of is reminding me of WandaVision. But at least WandaVision eventually got there. And I know we'll get there here eventually. Well, see, the thing is, is that I feel like, and I I said it last episode too, I'm not going to get into it like crazy. Uh, But if this show had been released all at once, I feel like I would have enjoyed myself a lot more. And getting uh, just a quicker story. I think two episodes at a time would have worked. That would have worked too. It's just, I, it's just the amount. It's the amount of time because I I watched. I was like, how many minutes do we have today? No, today was like five ten minutes longer. It was five ten minutes longer. Yeah. Okay, I think it was thirty. I think it was thirty six with credits today. The longest episode was episode one. How long was that? Like forty eight minutes. Forty eight. I think. That's like fifteen twenty minutes longer than. Yeah. Look. We, me and you have discussed this both on the mic and off the mic. It's hard to talk a lot about a 20-minute episode of television. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, what, what do you dig into? Do you go into every scene? You know, do you discuss every line of freaking dialogue? I mean, how exactly do you address something? That's the tough part, man. You know? You. And in this particular show's case, the hero hasn't gotten enough focus just to herself. See, with, with WandaVision, they have what's called... They had two episodes released. Well, well, see, WandaVision is also different, I think. With the black and white, you think? think, Well, not just just because of how that show had the whole presentation being a TV show for the first few episodes. Because it was so different. 
they also had established characters. Characters we had met before. We know Wanda. We know Vision. Okay. This show, I mean, She-Hulk is a brand new character. Sure, we know Bruce, but we don't know Jem Walters. And I kind of think that dropping her in the beginning with Bruce, starting her out with Bruce was the best way to go. Mm. Use an established character to bring her into the fold. And then after that, you kind of broaden her and have her of her own story. The problem is, is that after that, her story has been kind of muddied with these like side quests and everything. And the fact that, you know, we didn't get enough. This was the first episode where I was like, yes. Not only did we get the fourth wall break, we got to see Jen. And I don't think we got enough of this where we got to see her talking in depth about herself. You yeah. know, a lot of time it's like, oh, you know, the battle between She-Hulk and her. But it's like, no, this time no She-Hulk, just Jen. <laughs> no She-Hulk, just Jen. Oh, Banner, only Hulk. <laughs> oh, Banner, only Hulk. Um, I, I, can I say, uh, how funny would it have been if we could have gotten, like, Hulk, not Professor Hulk, <laughs> in that first episode when he's training her? No, Bruce, only Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been interesting. Wouldn't have happened, though. No, I know. I mean, listen, we got two episodes left. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm I, on my list of TV shows. I don't know where I put it. Well, you can't assess it yet. I can't but let assess me, it yet. Let me get back into the story here and let me hit you with a question. Are you sold on, you know, let me ask it differently. Your prediction before the final two episodes, because I'm guessing we're going to get our reveal on the Hulk King next episode. Okay. Who is it? It's either the leader or it's Kingpin. You think it's one of the two? I don't know who else it would be. Uh, what if it's just Josh? Okay. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah, I was going to say. I think Josh is the middleman, and I think there's somebody else we haven't met yet. I don't think, I don't think it's the leader. I think it's somebody we haven't met yet. And you know what? I'd love to be wrong on that because, again, we haven't seen the leader in 14 years, you know. But if he's coming back for Captain America 4, then of course you'd want to have him introduced before then, too. See, I find it weird that this person's able to connect through text message, which makes me think that it's got to be an outside source and not somebody that's obviously locked up. Because the leader... Oh, it, 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 the, leader, the leader was locked up at the end? Was he? I remember looking up online, like, what happened to... His name was Samuel Stern. Samuel Stearns, yeah. Yeah, so he was taken by Black Widow to, uh, I think, a S.H.I.E.L.D. base or something like that. So, so all right, so I'm guessing this is, this is obviously off screen. This is off screen. The leader got taken to prison after the Incredible Hulk by Black Widow and was in custody of S.H.I.E.L.D. If I remember... You'd have to imagine he broke out. If I remember point. correctly, yeah. I mean, listen, he got... The leader has a massive brain. So, <laughs> I mean, that's quite literal because didn't his head like grow to like twice the size yep. at the end of Incredible Hulk? Yep. So not only is he a really smart type of fella, but, but you know, he's also got a brain the size. You, you play the Spider-Man video game? Which one? Uh, PS4. Uh, I played it on yours, yeah. Okay. So there's a villain. I don't think when you played it on mine, we got to it. There's this villain, Hammerhead. And Hammerhead's yeah. basically put a massive plate in his forehead. Yeah. Okay? He looks just like that. Hammerhead in the PS4 game. Except bigger. Stern 
in the end of The Incredible Hulk look very similar, except, yes, it's bigger with Stern. Le- le- the leader has the head like the size of almost, almost the size of, uh, what's her name from Simpsons? Of her hair. Marge? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like almost the size of that, but not like as much around that. If you look up a picture, you could obviously tell. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like. He's got, like, if it's comic book accurate, he's green, obviously. He's got a goatee, and he's got uh, he's well, got a mask. If I, I've seen the comic book look, I don't know if they're going to go all the way with that. Probably won't. He'll probably have, like, a, 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 a like a, a kind of a normal size head, but not, like, crazy normal. Yeah. Just, like, a little bit bigger. Yeah, because we haven't seen, like, we've seen with other characters, Marvel not go all the way with uh, showing off, like, really like gimmicky parts of their character Mm -hmm. like like lesser example take scarlet witch we didn't see her in the full costume until wandavision yeah you know and i've sure i've heard some people say that they don't know if that costume would have looked realistic on the big screen or whatever it is i think that is a load of horse shit okay pretty much any of the costumes from the comics i think probably with exceptions i'm sure there's some i'm not thinking of can probably be translated to the big screen and look fine. I think so. They didn't do it with Wolverine. They didn't put the yellow on him. That one I kind of understand. Yeah. But eh, maybe they'll be doing it now because you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we got, we got, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about we're gonna, that in we're a gonna separate talk podcast, about a separate episode. Yeah. Yeah, the whole Deadpool and uh, Wolverine thing that'll be coming out tomorrow, on but, uh, Friday or Saturday. But yeah, I mean, it's listen, She Hulk. It's it's gonna be interesting how it ends. Alright, with two episodes left. Like like you said, who's gonna be leader or kingpin or somebody random? What if it's Murdoch? <laughs> oh, that's just that's just fucked. He's gonna heal his eyes. No. Wouldn't that be fucked up? That'd be so stupid. It's they, not. It's not they, true. Don't don't, don't listen. To they it's would, not true. They wouldn't do that. It's not true. No. Uh, so okay. So here's my take on how I think Murdoch's getting involved in this. Here's what I think's gonna happen. Matt is going. That photo. I think that photo that Josh took is gonna get posted online. Okay. And she's gonna be exposed. She's gonna be embarrassed and everything. And I think he sensing not only is there the bigger conspiracy to go after her because you'll probably know about intelligentsia. Mm-hmm. He's going to come to LA to help her, as Matt Murdock in helping her. Like you know, she, he's not going to tell her he's Daredevil. Probably, I'd imagine he probably. Won't. What if that's his? Law- what if that's her lawyer? What would she need a lawyer for? Suing, suing the man that took the photo, the photo, and her blood. I mean, maybe <laughs> it took. You know, you definitely could sue. For that. You could sue for that, man. I would. I would sue. Totally. So I think he's going to show up and he's going to basically, you know, without telling her he's Daredevil, he's going to like counsel her on like, oh, well, you know, this is, you know, and he's and like what we saw in that scene we saw in the trailer where they're talking at like the bar and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be Matt Murdock talking to Jen about handling the two lives. And then eventually he's going to get involved and help her. I'll tell you right now, Mike, we're not going to see him until the last episode. You don't think he's in next week? No. End of next week? The... Maybe like the end. Post credit ma- stinger. Maybe, possibly, but I, 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 I really don't think we're gonna see him till the last episode. And, I, and I'd I'm, love to say you're wrong, but I, I don't think you're wrong on this one. I mean, I'm fine with it, honestly. At this point, I. No, I, no, no. I mean, look, 
as long as it's well done. It's got to serve as her character, though. You know, him showing up is great, but I don't want him to show up to do some Daredevil things if there's no purpose for him doing it. Let's see, let's see. Nah, I may be wrong. What? No, I think he's in it. Who, Murdoch? Yeah. When, next week? I what makes you say that now? Because I'm looking up uh, some things. What are you looking up? Just to see who's in I think he's in the last two episodes. I thought I heard that he's only in one. He's only in one? I, I thought I heard that he's only so in So then, one. if anything, he's in a credit scene, and then yeah, he's in, like, a full episode. Yeah, exactly. I'm figuring... So, I'm, first off, I'm kind of hoping these last two episodes get some more length in terms of time. I'm really hoping that we can maybe hit 30 minutes of reg- regular runtime before everything. So we can actually talk about something? Well, not just that. <laughs> I mean, but this week's episode, look, overall, I thought this was one of the better episodes since, like, episode three with Blonsky. I mm-hmm. thought that this was very well done. I thought it was gen-centric. I liked it in that respect. No stupid side story with Mr. Immortal this week yeah. or Titania. Purely focused on Jen. And the only thing that has held this show back to me is, again, the lack of a queer villain. They're doing it again. I'm can, I can, I can, I'm not going to nauseate myself talking about it. Quick question. Yeah. What if they, like, obviously in the, in the trailers and teasers and everything, we saw Wong, Bruce, Abomination. Okay, cool. Do you think they really needed to show Daredevil for people to want to watch this show? Because honestly, if you didn't put Daredevil in the trailers or in the teasers at all, I would still watch the show, and then that tease from that episode will make me go nuts. Okay. That's a really good question, actually. I think you're half right in that the, me and you would have gone and watched this show anyway. Mm-hmm, but- Regardless of anybody showing up in the trailers or anything, there could have been no Hulk, no Wong, yeah, and no Daredevil, and we were still going to watch this show, and we were still probably like this show. But, I believe, it, and look, I honestly think this, having known a lot of other people who like Marvel just as much as us, there's a segment of people who probably would not have tuned into this show live while it was still dropping. Mm-hmm. If Daredevil wasn't teased beforehand. Because here's the thing. I think if people know Daredevil is coming, you have a longer rope with them before they possibly tune out. Think about it like this. Yeah. You're a Daredevil fan, you wanna watch you want to watch some Daredevil action, whatever. You're sick of rewatching the Netflix shows. Okay. So what ends up happening is you see in a trailer, oh, he's gonna be in She-Hulk. Now guess what? You're gonna watch She-Hulk until he shows up. Yeah. And you're going to keep checking back every week to see if he showed up. It's, it's a- look, it's vicious possibly, but I, I, I think that is possibly the rationale. Look, why wouldn't you let somebody know that that character is coming? I agree with you because that episode five reveal would have been even crazier. I mean, it's like, what's it called, Mike? Imagine if we didn't get teased in Doctor Strange with uh, Patrick Stewart. Imagine we didn't see or hear him in the trailer. So basically, if I'm understanding you correctly, you would rather have the Toby and Andrew moment. I'd rather be flipping out in the theater. The yeah. Toby and Andrew yes. moment. Yes. And you'd rather be flipping out at home watching on TV seeing Daredevil show up or get teased. Yes. I agree with you. That's better. Absolutely. 
and I think that would probably be best for people like us and people who listen to podcasts like this because people who are dedicated fans like me and you are always going to watch no matter what they put out. It would take real dog shit for me and you to tune out. I mean, listen, I know I'm one for, for accidentally just looking for spoilers, but like, I'd still want to go with a surprise if even if I looked at something totally different. Sidebar, when's the last time you went into a Marvel movie with no spoilers whatsoever? With no spoilers? I think it was Infinity War. No, that long. Well, like major, major stuff? Every other movie you've seen. Major Marvel movie, spoiler, you mean? Every other Marvel movie you've seen since Infinity War you've had spoiled for you beforehand? Beside, well, no, not like the current, like the, I'm talking about big Marvel movies, though. Oh. Like, No Way Home, obviously, I got a little spoiled for. I thought I did. Endgame, I got spoiled for, for sure, but I no, didn't. Oh, you got, you got massive spoilers. I got massive spoilers yeah. in that. But Infinity War, I didn't get spoiled for because I didn't know about anything going into it. Um, Shang-Chi, Black Widow, Eternals, I didn't get spoiled for at all. Yeah. Um, it's mostly the big projects. Right, I know you got, you, you got quasi-spoiled for Love and Thunder. Because yeah. you thought, you thought a certain character died, certain but it character turned out. died, but it turned out it didn't. Um. And then, uh, Doctor Strange, I mean, yeah, you got spoiled Doctor Strange, that. that was a clear spoiler, because that was probably the biggest part of the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> The whole Illuminati scene got spoiled for me. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. I agree with you. In this particular show, I would have loved it if he wasn't in the trailer. And then we got that tease midway through. Because whereas that tease have... Okay. Knowing he was coming. Knowing he's in the trailer. And knowing he's going to be in the show. Seeing that tease for me was like, okay, cool. Yeah, he's coming. Great. Another tease, he's coming. If he wasn't in the trailer and we see that helmet in the... uh, the, the shop, mm-hmm. I would have gone ballistic. I would have lost my freaking mind. I would have been like, holy shit, here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. It would have, it would have, it would have amped up my anticipation for every episode tenfold. Mm-hmm. But I think another thing they're trying to do is remind us whose show it is. And, and truth be told, that's what we got to remember about all of this. This is Jen Walter's show. So, yeah, we're going to tell you Matt's coming. That's fine. But now we're going to make you wait for him. Because this isn't Matt's show. Matt's show's in a couple years. Yeah, that's wild. Though. You know? And look, I'll be honest with you. This show's had its ups and downs with me. But honestly, Jim Walters is a very good character. I respect the hell out of the fact that they've made her... Not only have they made her a good character as Jen, but I also like the fact that She-Hulk is a real integral part of her personality. And it's not just something... They're not going the same route as Bruce. They're not saying, oh, she's burdened by it. Mm-hmm. No, she's focusing more on trying to keep Jen sane while dealing with everything, rather than tame the monster. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. You know. So any final thoughts on this week's episode? No, I don't I don't got much. Just that I was right and Josh is a, yes, is a dick. Josh is a dick. Not my friend Josh, if you're listening. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Josh from She-Hulk is an absolute dick. He's a butt muncher. He's everything. Uh, you know, whatever pejoratives you want to use on him here. Uh, yeah, no. I'm looking forward to next week now. Honestly, my anticipation uh, kind of jumped quite a bit after this episode. Uh, and look, the fact that, you know, the villain still has to be revealed. Murdoch has still got yet to show up. I think that good things are on the horizon. And look, if this show finishes strong, 
the whole middle section of it where I was kind of like, eh, won't matter as much. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. So, for both of us here at the MNN Marvel Mania podcast, I've been Mike. And I've been Nick. And we will talk to you soon. Take care, everyone.